So, Tom, I had a dream last night. I never remember mine, so feel right. free to roll with this. this I, one, I can't contribute. This one was odd enough to remember. So I had a dream that I was sitting in the border in Stanford, which right there, okay. weird enough. And Vince so. is, yeah, and Vince is trying to to plan something. Okay. And I, and I figured out after a couple minutes, Vince is trying to bring back the fire festival, and he thinks he can do it better. Someone fell asleep at Netflix on, I say. Yeah, that or Hulu. I don't remember which one. Oh yeah, it's, it's <laughs> preferably did, the Netflix it, one. Having watched uh, both. Did, did some? Was there any potential offer of sexual favors for in exchange for things during this dream? No, I just remember him screaming about, "Oh, you gotta have tents. Okay, There's then tents then as probably- far as the eye can see." And then it's probably the Hulu one then because the Netflix one. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, There's a lot of talk about tents. He's like, I'm going to have all the superstars. Bring them all to the island. He was, he was very excited about it. I don't remember oh, I a lot did. of details, but I just remember Vince was trying to reboot the fire festival. And of oh, course I, it's the boardroom in Stanford. So everyone's like, yes, yes, sir. Yes. It, it, there were a lot of positives that came out of that. <laughs> I mean, he can do it with the XFL. He can reboot that. He can reboot Fire Festival. The XFL was much better than the Fire Festival. That's true. They actually participated in football games, at least. Just put Pitbull on stage for 24 hours. <laughs> Get that flow right out. <laughs> it's like Florida, but it's his name. I don't know if I've told that story on here before, but I didn't realize that until like two years ago. <laughs> Until he came out on, he had some appearance on Raw, and I saw it written as a word. Because, you know, his 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 icon or his logo, the words are, the flow was above the rider. So it didn't occur to me that I saw them next to each other, and I was like, oh, God damn it. Like, <laughs> so, but did you know he's from Florida? I, I, I assumed. <laughs> I mean, he is, he is pretty much one of the original Florida men. <laughs> There's an entire Twitter account just dedicated to following Flo Rida around. Yes. So now whenever I see those tweets about like, Florida man throws an alligator off a balcony and kills a dog when it lands on him. I'm like, what? I'm just picturing like, Flo Rida doing it. Are we sure it's just a random Florida person and it's not some person named Flo Rida man? <laughs> That's going to be my gimmick if I ever get into the business. I'm Flo Rida man. You just wear a Flo Rida t-shirts. And... <laughs> but it's written as Florida, not as Flo Rida. So everyone's yeah. really confused. Yeah. You're bringing an <laughs> alligator to the ring and like, I don't know, licking a car battery or something. And one gallon of bath salts. <laughs> I'm throw... Just biting people's faces. I get into a feud with Big E over who can throw either bath salts or pancakes the furthest into the crowd. <laughs> good times. PG. Oh, we got a lot of talk about this week, Tom. We do. We got uh, the road to WrestleMania has begun. I believe it was given the green light. And uh, mo- most people are on it. Yeah. But some people want to exit off of it. Yeah. Sometimes and sometimes you just want to visit the rest stop. You want to pick up some brochures for some cabin you can tour with historical interpreters. You can get the free orange juice when you first go into florida oh uh, yes <laughs> oh jesus 
Is that what the kids call it these days? <laughs> it's, uh, it's not. It's it's orange drink. <laughs> um, takeover happened because Rumble happened, so Takeover had to happen. Yeah. Uh, there was a tournament before Takeover that happened. Which I, I don't know why they didn't promote more. Yeah, I've, I had totally forgotten about that. Yep. So. Uh, people may or may not be leaving WWE. We'll see. We'll see. Uh, we'll talk about it. And then uh, I went to see fighting with my family yesterday. I got to see it early. I don't want to talk about it. All right. At least for a little bit. At least a couple minutes on it. Get a movie review. Yeah. Uh, because I'm going to do a comic review next week. Ooh, Okay. Because I just got my hands on it now, and I didn't get a chance to actually read it before the show. So I love it. I think it's time to dive in. What do you think? I think so, JC. Yeah, so I need to do me one favor before you do that. What's that again? Ring that bell. Will do. You're listening to the Cheaters Never Pin Podcast, a proud part of the Section 328 Network, bringing you all the best in wrestling from WWE, New Japan, and beyond. Now, live from ringside, it's Mr. Workrate and JC. Oh, buddies, it's the Cheaters Never Pin Podcast. My name is JC. Here next to me at the commentary table to the stars is my good buddy, Mr. Workrate, Tom. Good to be here as always, JC. Isn't it? It is. And it's the best time of year to be here. It's like Christmas for wrestling. Right? This is to count that. We just had our Thanksgiving. Oh, okay. I see. Yeah. So Rumble is Thanksgiving. So that means I decorated two months ago. Right. Yeah. You know me. <laughs> well, let's dive right in because this show is going to go long. <laughs> we already know that. So let's not extend it further. Let's not leave my kid just waiting to get picked uh, up at school. He'll be fine. So the Royal Rumble, Royal Rumble was this past Sunday at Chase Field in Phoenix, Arizona, in front of 70,000 people, 40,000, I don't remember, <laughs> whatever, some inflated, Many. yeah, a lot, uh, a gaggle of people, more than seven, right, <laughs> it wasn't ECW, so it wasn't in a freaking bingo hall, which is what I'm watching right now, thank you, <laughs> you're welcome, so there are 35 people there. Uh, so I guess we'll do, we'll do our usual uh, shtick here, and we'll run down the card and talk about everything that kind of happened after, too, on Raw and SmackDown this past week. Okay. So on the pre-show, Bobby Roode and Chad Gable defeated the odd team of Scott Dawson and Razar to retain the Raw Tag Team Championships. Cool. Well, so is Dash hurt? or Because I know the... AOP other yeah we know guys uh, yeah Akam is hurt yeah but perhaps maybe he didn't ask for a a release in time or who yeah I don't know who knows it was odd and then there was no payoff to it Monday so okay cool so that was the thing uh also on the pre-show Shinsuke Nakamura defeated Rusev to recapture the United States Championship in a match that would see Lana take a bump off the apron and injure her ankle, which would come into play later in the show. Foreshadowing. Right? Uh, But before we get to that, we get to what happened Tuesday night on SmackDown. R-Truth wins the United States Championship off of Shinsuke Nakamura. Or, I know, he wins it off of, yeah, off of Shinsuke. Yeah. 
And then uh, Rusev comes out and was like, no, 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 bro. I need a match too. And then wins again. It's our truth. He's your reigning, defending, undisputed WWE United States champion at the end of the day. You were waiting for the title change with Rusev, weren't you? What do you mean? Like, we had the tomfoolery or whatever with the the quick pinfall or whatever that got our truth the title. So then you saw like the second oh, match right. coming up. So you're like, okay, this will this is how we get it straight everything out. Yeah. And yeah. Then it didn't happen. Yeah. And then of course there was, there was a lot of conversation I saw on Twitter and Reddit about if, if the Shinsuke, our truth match just was a botched finish. <laughs> but I, I think uh, after he wins a second match, you put that to bed. Yeah. Because clearly that was God damn it, I meant to do that. Yes. That's what I called. <laughs> Where's my island? <laughs> uh Buddy Murphy wins a banger of a fatal four way match to retain the cruiserweight championship against Akira Tozawa, Hideo Itami, and Kalisto as the finale of the pre show. Oh, Hideo. Fun, yes. Uh, in other news, Hideo Itami has apparently asked for and been granted his release by WWE after finishing up uh, their house show loop Monday night. So we'll see what comes of that. I, I mean, enough of the other NXT superstars were tweeting about it and, you know, he tweets out, thank you. So, I mean, I'm assuming this is real and I, I'd rather see him go somewhere where he can be a bigger star, but... Unfortunately, things just didn't work out for him in WWE. No, he he was he was star-crossed. It just whenever he seemed to get momentum, I mean, he had the injuries and it just Well, that and I'd say I'd seen somebody make the point online of, you know, he they hired him to become their next big Japanese star and then they ended up getting Shinsuke. So even if he hadn't gotten the injuries, things probably weren't going to go so good for him. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, you could say that, but I think had they had he been still healthy and moving along and then they brought in Shinsuke, like then you have the momentum. You have this kind of almost Japanese contingent that you're kind of working off of. But instead, you had Shinsuke come over who, I mean, you know, Shinsuke, the the main thing that he had going for him over, say, someone like Atami was that. Shinsuke has that charisma that just kind of transcends language barriers and things like that. It's, I mean, and yeah. WWE's tried to kill it as much as possible, but what? I mean, no. those early days in NXT, there was just, it was electric watching him, you know, enter a ring and do his matches and things like that. And Atami never reached that level, even when he was healthy. And I mean, they had, they had his initial pairing with, uh, Balor and then I mean his matches were fine his matches were good I mean and and more recently his stuff in 205 has been really strong yeah which which is good because it shows that like he's back because I think there's a period of time where he was kind of I don't know whether it was due to the injury or kind of cautiousness because he had been injured so often that he wasn't at the level that Kenta could be. Right. And then 
now more so. I think he's up to this level, and WWE is kind of like, yeah, we're still going to stick you in 205. Mm -hmm. He's like, you know, I'm ready to go back. And I think both sides, I mean, it's amicable. It's Both sides are kind of looking at this like, WWE is like, yeah, we really don't have anything for you. We're kind of almost holding you back at this point. And it's not, it's not like some of the other mainstream type people or, I mean, even if you want to point to like a Dash and Dawson or something where if we let them go, they're going to go to AEW and use that kind of WWE stardom against us. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he's not no, going to have that. Tom, I mean, if he if Kenta goes to if Kenta were to go to AEW, which I don't think he would, at least not full time. No, he's going to go in there and, you know, do a couple of matches, but he's going to be either going to New Japan, which everyone seems to assume is going to be the thing or go to Noah or some other promotion in Japan and just kind of build the Kenta name back up. Right. Yep. End up at Dragon Gate again. Yeah. Why yeah. not? Yeah, it'd be fun. Uh, main card. We started off hot with Asuka retaining the WWE Women's SmackDown Championship. I said those words in an incorrect order. Uh, by submission over Becky Lynch. Becky taps. I think we all knew what was going to come after that. <laughs> As did yeah. the crowd. You had that initial like disappointed pop, and then everybody was like, "Oh yeah, I know what's happening now. Never mind." <laughs> Just it's 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 like in chasing Amy when uh, Jason Lee's in the lesbian bar, and he doesn't realize yeah. it's a lesbian bar. <laughs> And then it finally comes to him. It's just like he's just all pissed off the whole time. Like, I can't get anybody's phone number around here. And then, like, it finally triggers to him. And he just starts looking around and seeing what's going on. And just that slow, oh, okay. <laughs> just starts, like, that That was pretty much the end of that Asuka match. It was like, no, no, I, oh, yeah. okay. Yep. Good for Asuka. I, I, you know what? That's one thing this podcast has been missing for two years, and I think we need more of, is the Skewniverse references. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, yeah, let's do that more. 37. <laughs> uh, yeah, it was a good match. Of course it was. I don't, I don't have anything, like, uber crazy to call out about it. But it was very good. It was, uh, I mean, the crowd was hyped for it, especially when Becky came out. So it was a good way to get everybody energized for the show. And I kind of thought maybe, okay, well, we're going to have maybe a Ronda run in or something like that. That never ended up happening. We had a clean victory. And it didn't really hurt anyone. Like, it it kept Asuka strong. Mm -hmm. And it allowed Becky to go off and do the thing that she needed to do later on. Yes foreshadowing foreshadowing we'll get to that that's our favorite phrase i think on this yeah. show uh shane mcmahon won the smackdown tag team championships in 2019 pairing with the miz to defeat the bar in another very fun match <laughs> it's a shane match Damn. you know it's gonna be car crash yeah but, uh, it's grown fun. on me isn't it i've, I've enjoyed the storyline the whole time and now we've gotten to it. And I'm like, all right, I'm here. I'm here for this. Because 
you know, when it started early on, you're going, what, what are we doing with this? Right. And then it just, you know, it just kind of keeps rolling on. And like, it almost seems like Miz can do no wrong nowadays. No. Yeah. Unless he's stuck doing, unless they stick him, you know, back in the storyline where it ends up with him doing a fake penis enlargement pill commercial again. He's probably fine. So he shouldn't do commercials during Hurricanes games? Yes. Okay. He cannot get his Sidenafil at uh, generic prices from Marley Drug. <laughs> cheap cheap plug from Marley Drug. Right? You if you would a, like to be a sponsor of this podcast. We're the only podcast on the planet that doesn't have Blue Chew as a sponsor yet, so we'll take Marley Drug. <laughs> and why? why is that? Because Come Tom, on, we're well. We'll get to. We have a new sponsor. Oh, that's good. And we'll get to that. I, I, I don't even. Know, why do we have? Do we have sponsors? I had no idea. I just randomly talk about products sometimes. <laughs> Tom, I don't. I, don't th- I know not of this ad read thing you speak of. I don't think the FCC is real happy when they hear you talk about product placement guidelines like that. <laughs> um, <laughs> not the FCC. The. Uh, Trade Commission, FTC. There we go. That's the acronym I was looking for. Anyway. The RTC. Is Stephen Richards going to come over and just play a siren in my face? (laughs) (laughs) The most annoying. God, that was such a great entrance. I was was saying that to the kids before. We were talking about, like, kind of older entrances. And I was just talking about the, the... it's just inst- that group just like you hear that and you get mad <laughs> it's just instant heat <laughs> it, it's just the simplest thing you know like they're like jim johnson sitting in like his cubicle or whatever going god i need to find some kind of like theme music what's gonna work and like somebody pulls a fire alarm like yes that's it yep let me just grab my recorder uh and then, uh, I guess, uh, Tuesday night on SmackDown, we found out that uh, Mr. Miz was finally proud of his son. <laughs> I'm glad it was all about that. Um, Tom, when when do, when does the Miz turn on Shane? Are, are we Next doing week? that before Mania? I guess that's going to be the Mania match. That's my assumption. They have to drop the belts before then, I would assume. Unless they do, like, a winner keeps the belts although yeah. i wouldn't want to see that because then you're assume, you're just making the assumption that miss is going to win because shane's not going to be a regular tag team competitor although i'd love to see like tryouts for like shane starts just bringing people in like okay well maybe you'll be my tag team partner and then like kurt hawkins shows up or something i don't know our truth just because he forgot what show he was on again <laughs> uh the Raw Women's Championship also defended successfully. Ronda Rousey defeating Sasha Banks. Uh, Ronda, Ronda real good on Sunday, not so great on Monday. Uh, uh, this match was another very good Ronda Rousey pay-per-view match. Yeah. I mean, and Sasha was going to bring a lot to the table, too. So Yeah, it's a big spotlight. Uh, I like... I like Sasha as an opponent for Ronda just because of like the way that Sasha works match in general. Like I, th- I think they're an ideal working group, but mm-hmm. yeah. And, uh, it starts to build as we saw everyone, f- 
every one of the four horsewomen of WWE flashing the four in Ronda's face over the last three days. <laughs> so it's coming. I hope they don't hot shot it. And I don't feel like they are. They've slow played it so far. Yeah, they kind of milked it a little bit like on, on during the Rumble because you had, you had Sasha lose the match. So it's like she she looked like she was going to be okay with it. And then she like kind of leaves and then, then she comes back, back and you're just... like, Oh, is, are we getting a turn? Are we going to get some bad feelings? And like you have Corey Graves, like just rambling on and on and on and on and on about it. But just to do the horseman signal interface. So it's like, Oh, okay. Yeah. It'll be fun. It'll be fun when we get there. I'm excited for the yeah. ride to this because they're, they're handling it well so far. There's not much that isn't being handled well so far. Right. So we're doing good. Then we finally get to, I don't know, this was two hours into the show, not counting the pre-show, the first Royal Rumble match. Can we just talk about the fact that this show went till midnight? <laughs> and I, I complained about it on Twitter, and then somebody was like, I'm in the UK, and it's 5 o'clock in the morning. And I was like, oh, God, that's right. This is worse. I'm sorry. Yeah, I usually get that when I start saying something about, like, the New Japan events and it's like oh man you know i have to wake up at three o'clock in the morning for a new japan event it's like welcome to england like okay. oh but see they get it in the middle of the day we get the right to bitch about new japan here hmm. let's just get rid of time zones let's just base all of our scheduling around pay-per-view o'clock <laughs> Vin- we're all working on vince standard time vst just do a 24-hour pay-per-view, and then everybody gets to see it at their own time. Oh, yeah, you'll buy it live. We'll do it on the island. God damn it. <laughs> Joke has legs. I like this. Uh, Women's Royal Rumble. Uh, I guess the news here is that Becky Lynch was the winner. Entering uh, after begging Fit Finley to replace Lana at number 28 and being granted the choice to do so. She As does. Ev- as every smart mark at home does bad Irish accents going back and forth between <laughs> Becky and Finn. I didn't even think about that at the time. Come on now, Finn. I want to fight. You want to fight? I want to fight. Yeah, they're all male. <laughs> yeah, I was like, that's weird. Because Becky's the man. She's the man. Yeah, it's fine. Um, the first half of this rumble was god-awful. I don't know why we felt the need to start off with a uh, just the most awkward Lacey Evans promo of all time. It was just bad placement for that. Yeah. Uh, the entire first half, because none of the actual like big stars you knew had a chance were in it. Uh, but it still wasn't the worst spot of the night. The worst the first half. The first half of the rumble was me explaining to my wife who these people were. <laughs> Um, the worst moment of this rumble was the entire Maria Canellis Alicia Fox, let's feud over a hat in the middle of this match that's already gone on way too long thing. Why? I, I wanted more of a payoff from that. I wanted... Did you? I wanted Foxy just to, like, I don't know, steal chair somebody or something. I mean, that would have been fine. But instead, Maria just stomped on the hat that wouldn't change shape. <laughs> It was apparently filled with springs and or made of foam rubber. It, it's it's a Japanese hat. 
Uh, Japanese hat does not break. Matthew's adding an entire segment to Macho Mania that's I am the hat. <laughs> uh, uh, standout, biggest standout of the Royal, of the Women's Royal Rumble for you, Tom. Let's see if you have the same response I do here. Uh, Casey Candazara. Yep. Trained by... Uh, the cute, did you see the, the video of her backstage after... I can't remember if they put it on the PC Twitter or what. With with Ricochet? With, yes, with her uh, significant other, Ricochet, where she's like, I, you know, I never could have done it without you, and thank you, and, you know. And he's like, my heart was never beating faster. And then Rhea Ripley just appears in frame and does the, I'm going to gag motion with her finger down <laughs> her throat, and then goes back out of frame. Because that girl's constantly working, and she is my yeah. hero. She's my NXT Charlotte, I, I've decided, 100% after this weekend. It made me a little bit sad because I didn't realize that Ricochet and Tessa weren't together anymore. Oh, you missed all that? Well, that was over the summer. That was, oof. Sorry, I don't subscribe to WWE Soap Opera Digest. God, I'd buy that. Give me that. I need, so that's what I need. I need, uh, I, we need like the dirt sheets, but we need one that's just on their personal lives. Tom, I think we found a niche here. We yeah. Join our Kickstarter today where <laughs> Only on Indiegogo can you listen to me write about the love life of Ricochet and Casey Catanzaro. <laughs> the flippiest children in the world. Very invasive, right? <laughs> uh okay, so here were our picks. Let's go through this. Uh we both picked Charlotte to win. Ain't wrong. We did? Yeah. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Okay. Yep. Uh, you had number 22 in our random number generator, which was yeah, Dana, Brooke. Dana Brooke, who had zero eliminations, but was eliminated by Rhea Ripley. She lasted seven minutes and 17 seconds. I had number 28, which I thought was going to be terrible because <laughs> it was Lana, and then it was Becky Lynch. But you had Lana, so there. But I had Becky Lynch because Lana's not even listed on the official results. We'll, we'll see what the lawyers say. All right. And this is the, the beginning of the dissolution of this podcast. <laughs> Thanks, WWE. Uh, surprise entrance. You had Io Shirai. Io Shirai. Io. I always say Io. Cause I, I, always say, at, I always say Io and I know it's wrong. Yeah. Every time I, it comes out of my mouth, I'm like, no, that was wrong. Uh, so you were correct. I had Shayna, who did not appear. Yeah. Which I wasn't completely shocked by. I was like, all right, cool. I mean, they had enough of the other NXT talent, so. Um, we did notice something <laughs> during, during uh, I did notice something during the Women's Rumble. So, uh, Xylee enters at 11. She gets eliminated before Kyrie Sane enters, who gets eliminated before Io Shirai enters. Just think about it. <laughs> You can't put more than one in there. They'll get them all confused. They'll cancel each other out. So when it happened the first time, when Zaya goes out and Kyrie's immediately the next one, and I was like, huh, that's interesting. And then it happens again. I was like, oh, no. They're actually eliminating the Asian women one at a time so they don't get them confused. I don't know. This is interesting. I'm sure that's not what it was. But it felt that way. Um, 
So Monday night, Becky Lynch appears on Raw after uh, Ronda Rousey cuts maybe the worst promo cut on Raw in a decade. She was a stuttering, muttering fool. And that's like during the same time frame as the uh, Alexa Bliss, This Is Your Life segment. That was just a bad segment. This just, I was like hiding behind my hands because I just couldn't. Ronda got shook by all the booze. I don't think she expected it, which she should because she's going up against the biggest baby face in the company right now. By the way, my Amazon device just went off. <laughs> Normally, it's you. This is the first time I had yeah, it. Yeah, fun. Um, yeah, it was just completely awkward. And then she starts. She starts it over, and then she starts mumbling their words. And thank God Becky comes out. Or I guess she, well Becky came out after Bailey came out and they had the match. Uh, Becky goes, "You knew, you knew I was going to choose you. It's you and me at WrestleMania. So we have one match." Already booked for the showcase of the Immortals, WrestleMania. Point to the sign. Point to the sign. Becky Lynch versus Ronda Rousey for the Raw Women's Championship. Then Tuesday night, uh, we get the huge brawl between her and Charlotte. So I'm pretty sure they are going to turn this into a triple threat. And I'm actually maybe disappointed about that. Could have left it alone. Yeah, at this point, I mean, and that may be where it is. It's like they kind of booked it there, and we're like, do we do we want it? Do we not want it? We're not sure. Let's see how the crowd plays this out and see it. Because, I mean, nothing's confirmed yet. Right. And the only thing that's confirmed is Becky, versus Ronda. Becky and Ronda. Yep. My only thought so, is they're turning this into a triple threat because they 100% know this will be the Honest to God main event closing match of WrestleMania. Yeah. Which will be crazy. And to have that, I mean, nothing against Becky's star power right now. Obviously, it's at the charts. But then you put Ronda in there. And then you put Ric Flair's daughter in as well. That gives it a little bit more of that boost to main event status. Yeah. And I think, I, I, I honestly think out of anyone on this women's roster that deserves to be in the first women's main event of WrestleMania, it's Charlotte. Yeah. So, I mean, not that you should just give that to her because, oh, well, she's been so good. No, you go where the story dictates. But at the same time, I think that's part of it, too. All right. Uh, Daniel Bryan retains the WWE Championship over AJ Styles in just a match that the crowd just did not give a shit crap about. Oh, I almost did it. Did not give a crap about. You did do it. Did I get it all the way out? I thought I yeah. cut it off. All right, whatever. I get one. That's my one. In a match that the crowd did not care about after the Women's Rumble <laughs> at all. This match had because, zero heat. <laughs> because they were so tired. Yeah, I think it was. I, I think we were running into 4.30 in the morning at this point. <laughs> I mean, it was a thing. I mean, I I hate to say it because I love those guys, but it it seriously was a bathroom match at that point. Yeah. And the way they had set the match up did not help that at all. Right. Because you've got AJ and Daniel, who are two very gifted technical wrestlers, having a very good technical wrestling match with a lot of very good mat work. And that is not what you needed in this spot. (laughs) That doesn't help matters any. It was a good match. If you look at it independently, it's a very good match. Very good wrestling match. Uh, But you've got to... 
you've got a women's rumble that went an hour and 12 minutes. Mm -hmm. And then you're going to put almost a 25 minute match after that. Yeah. Um, Dana Bryan wins with the assistance of the returning Rowan, who has since lost his first name again. He did lose it now. Yes. Did you? Yeah. Was uh, it recycled? Haha. Did you, did you see his Titantron Tuesday night? No, I did not see. So the Titantron is all black and green except for his name, which says Rowan, and the O is replaced with the recycling logo. <laughs> <laughs> it's amazing. Uh, yeah, so Tuesday night... Uh, Dana comes out, says he's got the only guy that'll listen to him as he tries to save the world, and that's Rowan. Uh, oh, yeah, and I've finally redone the belt. It's made of hemp. <laughs> AJ, it is the best belt a- you could ever buy on Etsy. Uh, yeah. AJ Styles comes out and says, have you been smoking that belt, not understanding what hemp is? Uh, a brawl breaks out. Daniel will be defending the WWE Championship inside the Elimination Chamber against Jeff Hardy, Randy Orton, Samoa Joe, Mustafa Ali, and I assume AJ. I can't remember the other person. Sure, why not? Yeah, Mustafa Ali, man. Yeah, he's getting a good push, man. He looked he had a good shine in the Rumble. Yeah, and I think that was. The, oh, I mean, we'll eventually get to that but um the whole nia jacks thing in the rumble i think that was one of the one of the ways to supposedly get her heat was she was the one that ended up throwing ali out Mm -hmm. after yeah however long he was in there they're they're putting a good they're putting a good shot on him i'm interested to see where he shakes out for mania yeah because i don't think i don't think he's he's ready at least character wise and everything to put him in a position for a title match at mania um I don't want him just thrown into the Andre Battle Royal. I mean, you can't put him like... I don't know, you could put him there and have him win it. Which would make sense if you told the story of him doing so well in the Men's Rumble. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, you could, but that's always been... I don't know. I think he's still at a high enough profile as it is right now that he deserves kind of his own match and... I don't know. I don't know who you put him up against, though. Like, yeah, do some... you put like a match against, like, say, Mysterio, or I could see them having some kind of ladder match for the U.S. title and him being in it. Yeah, yeah. We got a long, we got a long time. We yeah, got, we got two pay per views between here and there. Oh God. <laughs> um, Brock Lesnar defeats Finn Balor in eight minutes. A very good eight minute match. Yeah. For the Universal Championship. Uh, Finn getting all of the offense off the start. We have the heat segment. Brock kind of takes over. Finn gets back into it. Finn loses as uh, Brock rolls the uh, coup de gras into a Kimura. Finn taps. Finn looks like a million bucks. And then uh, we have uh, Lesnar just beat him down. Which at the time I was like, okay, cool. We're going to keep this feud going. I'm down with this. Uh, but then Monday night, Finn goes after Bobby Lashley. <laughs> it's like, really? <sighs> you just, you, you give him all this, you, you put, you, you give him this push and shine him up real nice just to have Lesnar beat him down just to put him against Lashley. What? Raw and SmackDown are really booked by WWE 2K19. Yeah. 
It just, it made no sense. And, uh, and this is, I mean, Finn looked really great in the match. I I mean, I just don't want Lesnar to have the title at all at this point. Right. As I think most fans feel the same way. Um, it, so it would have been nice for him to win it. But I get, yeah. I get why they didn't have him win it. That's fine. Whatever. I'm again as a huge Balor mark. I get it. But then you you do the beat down, and I was like, "All right, cool. This is going to lead to Demon Balor and Lesnar at Mania. That's freaking awesome." And he finally get, he gets his win. We're free of Lesnar. Everybody rejoices in MetLife Stadium. Nope. Yeah, but yeah, just didn't make any sense. Yeah, I thought the match uh, the match I thought was ideal. Yeah. To keep the shine on Balor if anything it raised him up a little bit. Oh, for because sure. Because you put you put Lesnar in a weakened spot and instead of him just being the total dominant person that he normally is, you had him kind of backpedal but with his MMA experience like, well, that's why he's so dangerous cuz out of nowhere he can lock on that Kimura. And that's what ended up happening. Mm-hmm. You know, Finn made Finn made a mistake, and all you need is one mistake with Brock. It's it's Brock now has just become Mike Tyson, Mike Tyson's punch out, where yeah. you have to approach <laughs> it as carefully as possible because you your timing gets off like a half second and you're dead. It's over. So Yeah. Yeah. I mean it that was booked like Mike Tyson punch out and I'm okay <laughs> with that. Yeah. Yeah, I was good with that. And then, like I said, the beatdown happened. Yeah. I was very mad in retrospect. Then we get to, at 11 o'clock at night, the Men's Royal Rumble starts. (laughs) Jesus. With the longest segment possible. So, yeah, so it starts off, and I knew knew the Rumble would, I knew Elias would be one, because you have to have him play the guitar. Whatever. We did not need him to be interrupted by Jeff Jarrett. (laughs) And have a five-minute promo at the beginning. I was very angry at first. And I was like, all right, this is kind of funny. I'm, I'm down with it. And there are only two people in the world to blame for this being a thing. You know who they are? Tell me, JC. Bruce Pritchard and Conrad Thompson. Because... <laughs> Because if they wouldn't have gotten the stupid Jeff Jarrett song back over on that damn podcast. Yep. <laughs> we never would have had to deal with it. And we would have had to deal with it again on Monday night. Yeah. Um, Jeff Jarrett, by the, by the way, signed with the company. I, sh- I should always know that you're going to ask me a question whenever I decide to turn off the mic and take a bite of the sandwich. <laughs> I should know that. You should. Just eat on Just eat on mic. It's fine. Just eat quietly. <laughs> That's not possible with this sandwich. Ooh, what kind of sandwich you got? It has lettuce. <laughs> uh, my wife made like a Thanksgiving wrap. Ooh. So there's like turkey. stuffing and cranberry. turkey and cranberry sauce and lettuce. And... So I'll be there about 30 minutes after we wrap up this podcast. All right. Well, then I'm saving you the other half because there isn't any more. Oh, all right. That's fine. Go ahead and enjoy it. No. <laughs> um, yeah, Jeff Jarrett, who is now apparently a producer with WWE and may have an on-camera role, and did on Raw Monday night. Yeah, I don't know what's going on with uh, WWE and hiring backstage people. Uh, Shane Helms looks like he 
tweeted out a picture is like him and um uh the older Davari backstage. Oh, yeah. and... Sean? Is it? Yeah. I don't know. One of the Davaris. I think it was a Davari. Yeah, it was. I don't know. Yeah, that, that... I may I may just make it. No, no, that was things. that was news. I forgot about that until you said it. But yes. So I don't know if he's going to be a producer or if he's just... Um, he's going to invest the $4 billion they're getting from TV into gold. Okay. That's why they're hiring him. Um, Seth Rollins is the winner of the 2019 Men's Royal Rumble in something that's not surprising, but still awesome. Yeah, I mean, we, we kind of saw that coming. Yeah. I mean, we both predicted it, I think. You predicted Kofi. <laughs> oh, because I knew it was coming, so it's like, well, who do I want to win? <laughs> yeah. Because we knew what was going to happen. Yeah, that's true. Um, Standout of the Rumble, aside from Seth. Uh, Mustafa Ali looked good. Uh, Johnny Wrestling looked good, mm-hmm. I thought. In... I thought all three of the NXT guys looked really good. Johnny, Pete Dunne, and Aleister Black. Yeah. Um, but I think Mustafa Ali was the standout. For sure. Lasting 30 minutes. Is that the longest? Uh, Seth, had this. Seth was in for 43. Mustafa Ali was in second longest at 30. All right. On the random number generator side, I had 11, which was Titus O'Neil. So got then, eliminated by Kurt Hawkins. Yes, that was fun. And that was I, fun. I loved Titus's entrance too, coming running and then stopping. Like I'm not going to fall this time, yeah. <laughs> and then climbing under the ring to go after Kurt Hawkins. It was fun. And you had 17, which was Xavier Woods. So between your guy and my guy, our people were in the Royal Rumble for a total of eight seconds. Woohoo! I, I mean. It seemed like Xavier was there longer just because it, it wasn't the greatest spot in the world, uh, especially when you're dealing with what Kofi's done in the past. But it seemed like when he got thrown, uh, I, I guess he got thrown out and Xavier caught him and then like they were going to Xavier carry have Xavier carry him to like the uh, ring apron and that type of thing. But <clears throat> I don't know if the camera didn't catch it or I wasn't paying attention or whatever, but it just seemed like. Uh, Kofi fell on Xavier and then they kind of got up and I thought like somebody was eliminated but the, they didn't and it, it just didn't have the same feel of all the other spots especially after uh, Casey Cannizzaro did her non-elimination and I thought somebody else Naomi. did one too right, yeah so yeah I, I know we were supposed to expect it from Kofi at this point but it's hard to do after you've seen it already yeah yeah now now you're just kind of expecting it and you're demanding it almost like here just here's your here's your spot now Mm -hmm. let let me leave yeah so seth wins has to make a decision by the end of monday night raw uh ends up confronting uh brock lesnar that's the name that i totally blanked on for a second uh and gets laid out so it looks like we'll have seth versus brock at wrestlemania okay it'll be fine i mean it's pretty much the same um script as roman has been the past couple of years so yeah 
Yep. Let's try it with somebody else, see if anything different happens. <laughs> right. So that was the Royal Rumble. It only took us 45 minutes to go through <laughs> their five-hour, seven-hour show. <laughs> Jesus. I'm pretty sure it's still going on. Yeah. So, somewhere someone is not eliminated. Somewhere Zach Gowan's like, I was never eliminated. Only one foot hit the floor. Uh-huh. Yeah. Hey, he tweeted the joke first on Sunday, so stealing yeah. his joke. All right. Let's move on to take over and go through that real quick. But before we do that, Tom. What's that, Jason? Today's show is brought to you by Audible. Oh. Yeah. Audible is offering everyone that listens to this show, no matter where you are, a free audiobook with a 30-day trial membership. Just go to audibletrial.com slash cheaters never pin and browse the unmatched selection of audio programs. And you get to download a free title and start listening right away. It's that easy. You just go to audible.com slash cheaters never pin to get started. Sounds like a great idea, JC. Right? You can uh, download, I think my first one I've, I've downloaded, I need to start listening to it uh, since I haven't read it yet. Slobberknocker, JR's autobiography. Very nice. Uh, is, is, is JR reading that? Yes. Or? Yeah, it is, it is uh, read by JR himself. Oh, so that's, that's even better. Yeah. Like, I mean, when you. I mean, I know personally when I read like autobiographies and things like that, I kind of hear the voice as I'm reading it, but your imagination only works so much. Yeah. And this way you get it right in your ears, wherever you go. You've got uh, apps for iPhone. You can pull it up on any of your Alexa devices. Uh, and the best part is if you stop in one place, uh, it'll pick up automatically on the next device too, which is kind of cool. I mean, let's face it. Like you listen to podcasts already uh, and... It, it, it's along the same lines. It's like having that big commute. You get to – a lot of times you don't have the time to just sit down and read a book because life is busy. But you have this time that you spend in the car commuting or – gym. Just, yeah. And, and you've got that free time and you can just stick those earbuds in and listen to your favorite book. It's Yep. Yeah, they've got an unmatched selection of audiobooks, original audio shows, news, comedy, and more from the leading audiobook publishers, broadcasters, and entertainers. Let's go check it out. Download your free audiobook today. Go to audibletrial.com slash cheaters never pin. Again, that's audibletrial.com slash cheaters never pin for a free audiobook. Cool. That didn't seem scripted at all. No, not at all. <laughs> no. <laughs> uh, NXT TakeOver was the night before the Royal Rumble. Unfortunately, it did not go seven hours. I will start off by saying I think this may be the weakest takeover they've ever done. And I'm by no means saying it was a bad show. Saying this is, you know, the... It felt like a a maintenance show. Yeah, I mean, it it was still fine. I mean... Yeah, it was great. It's like steak's still steak. Yeah. And that's pretty much an NXT show. It's like you're still going to get a high quality. It may not be the best every time no but even at its worst damn it's it's still still good good. yeah (laughs) uh so the war raiders become the new tag team champions defeating the undisputed years kyle o'reilly and roderick strong rip rip air guitar i did see uh so war raiders you know did their big like entrance with all the other vikings uh sarah logan was one of the vikings so she got to go out with her husband which i thought was kind of nice yeah saw that today they're fun yeah uh matt riddle defeats cassius ono by submission cool <laughs> yeah I, i've got nothing else to add to that yeah. i mean it's 
Johnny Gargano. Yeah. Johnny Gargano is the new NXT North American champion defeating Ricochet. Uh, and just an epic match. Match of the night. Yeah, I'm going to I'm going to watch this one again like just to kind of get that so a lot of times you watch a match a second time and it, it gives you a different feeling when you watch it, you know, because the first time you end up watching it, you know, you're kind of whipped up from all the other matches around it. So, I I want to watch this one again and just I think Take you, it in. I think you can make a case after this match that Johnny Gargano is the best performer in NXT history. Okay. I mean, you think about the number of, you know, matches you could rate five stars that he's had compared to everyone else that's ever been through there. Yeah. I mean, all of them. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Shayna Baszler thankfully retains the NXT Women's Championship against Bianca Belair by submission with the help from a couple of her friends. Marina Shafir and Jessamyn Duke. But her hair cuts people. Ugh, God. I just, she lost and I was happy. Yeah. <laughs> uh, and Tommaso Ciampa retains the NXT Championship, defeating Aleister Black. That guy. Ugh. Yeah, I mean, I think the main reason why maybe it was a little bit underwhelming was the fact that we had, I mean, two matches, the Ciampa, Black, and uh, Riddle Ono that were rehashes of previous matchups. Right. So, I mean, not that Riddle Ono was a huge matchup the last time they had it on TakeOver, but well, it, it was... eight seconds. It was technically on another TakeOver event. Yeah. So. Um, the show goes off the air, uh, but we find out immediately after a brawl has broken out between Johnny Gargano, Tommaso Ciampa, and Adam Cole... Velveteen hey, Dream, Ricochet, and Black, right? Yeah, thank you, Alistair Black. I was like, who yeah. did I leave out? Uh, so, this brings back Halftime Heat! Oh, we, we They gotta bring back Mick for this, right? I to mean, kind of like introduce it, maybe? <laughs> or... Great. So, during halftime of the big game on Sunday, we can say Super Bowl, I don't care. During halftime of the Super Bowl, we will have Black, Velveteen Dream, and Ricochet versus Adam Cole. Bye bye. Tomo- yeah, there you go. Tommaso Ciampa and Johnny Gargano live from the Performance Center on the WWE Network. I now care about Sunday. <laughs> yeah, because I was not enjoying that football game. So no. Uh, and here's the best part: uh, WWE completely burying Maroon Five in every promo. I'd be like, why would you watch that crap? <laughs> Apparently, Adam Levine did not want to appear on a WrestleMania. So yeah, I was gonna say, I guess, I guess, no Maroon Five song is getting used uh, as a theme anytime soon. Um, also this weekend was the World Collide Tournament at Access. I didn't pull up all the results, but Velveteen Dream won, so he gets to call his shot for uh. A WWE NXT championship of his choosing. Whether that be UK, North American, or the NXT championship. Okay. Yeah. Interesting to see where that goes. Yeah, I mean, it, it just adds a little bit of the angle um, to give him a little bit more, a little more shine, I guess. Yep. Because there's still that question of whether or not 
keep him in NXT and like eventually put a belt on him, or he's is he just going to go straight forward to the main roster? Which I think he probably should go straight forward to the main roster. But if there's a spot for him, yeah, yeah, you don't want to waste it. You don't want him just standing in the back room for two weeks after we announce it, staring into mirrors, and then never see him again. EC3. Yeah, I knew who you were talking about. Yeah, and I, was, I was making sure the listeners did. Okay. Yeah. Uh, Dean Ambrose may be leaving WWE. WWE is reporting that he's leaving at the end of his uh, contract in April. Uh, and generally when your employer says that you're leaving, that kind of gives you a hint that yeah, you're leaving. I, at first I was very much on the, this is a work train, and now I'm on the very much, this is a shoot train. So rumors started to circulate Monday that Dean had asked, uh, well, not asked for his release, but uh, refused to sign a contract, which Meltzer was reporting was a five-year deal at a million a year uh, as his downside guarantee, uh, which is good money. Yeah. But we all know Dean loves the art of it, and he doesn't like hokey stuff, and that's certainly kind of where he's been lately. So WWE.com releases an article yesterday evening, or Monday evening, Tuesday evening, Tuesday evening, there we go. Uh, It says, quote, Dean Ambrose, Jonathan Good." Will not be renewing his contract with WWE when it expires in April. We are grateful and appreciative of all that Dean has given to WWE and our fans. We wish him well and hope that one day Dean will return to WWE. So yeah, so Dean's on his way out, man. Yeah, I mean it's he's the way that he's been for like the last I don't know, even I guess after the whole split up of the shield, I it's been either goofy Dean or like you thought that maybe heel Dean this this most recent turn would have turned him into, uh, I think what people envisioned Dean Ambrose was going to be, and it just hasn't worked at all. And I think Dean's getting frustrated, and it is what it is. Mm-hmm. Yep. Hideo Tommy also apparently has asked for and been granted his release. That's not been reported by WWE, but everyone else is reporting it. Yeah, that was only a matter of time. I mean, I'm surprised it's lasted as long as it has. Uh, Dude's been star-crossed. Yeah. Um, Talked about this a lot at the top of the show, but I wanted to cover it while we're covering this. But yeah. Uh, I wasn't sure if I actually had said that before. You did. You did not not use the term star-crossed. Okay. You sure? Yeah. Yeah, I'm positive. Okay. Yeah. Uh, And Ember Moon going to be out for a while having elbow surgery. After an injury. Oh. Yes. Uh, and then I saw Fighting With My Family, but we'll cover that on a different week. We'll cover that after it comes out. I'll tell you, go see it. I'll tell you, it was very good. I enjoyed it. I'll give you more thoughts later. Um, okay. But I, but I greatly, greatly enjoyed that show, that movie. All right. Yes. So uh, let's wrap things up. Let's get out of here. Tom, tell the people where they can find you on the internet. Go to the Twitter machine, at Mr. Workrate, at MR Workrate. Don't go anywhere else. Just switch... Just stay with Twitter. It's easier that way. There you go. Uh, you can find me on the internet at JC Bobbitt, at JCBobbitt on Twitter or wherever finer social media is purveyed. You can find the show on Twitter at Cheaters NVR Pin. You can find us on Instagram at Cheaters Never Pin and on Facebook. Give us a big blue thumbs up. Show us how much you like us. Uh, we're on Roku, so you can listen to the show on the finest device in your house. And I might actually get around to doing the daily updates again next week. <laughs> Woo! So that'll be a thing. So yeah, so we're, we're riding high on the road to WrestleMania now. Here we go, Tom. It's the ultimate thrill ride. There you go. So we'll be back next week. Break down more of everything that's happening in wrestling. So we'll catch you then. I'm JC. I'm Tom. And we'll catch you on the flip side.